Blog Talk Radio. Taking you inside the locker room, into the coaching offices, and onto the field. Lace up the cleats, grab the glove, pick up the bat, and get ready to play. Because it's time for Seminole Softball Monday on the Coach Rogue Show. And now, here are Jared Rogel and the head coach of FSU Softball, Lonnie Alameda. Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. I'm the coach, Jared Rogel, and this is Monday, which means it is time for Seminole Softball Monday here on TCRS, brought to you by Swivel Vision Training Goggles. Check them out, www.swivelvision.com and Softball Spirit Magazine. Check it out at softballspirit.us. Joining me right now, the head coach of Florida State, Lonnie Alameda. Coach, good to have you in, and congratulations on the nice uh, 5-0 and weekend. Ah, thank you very much. Excited to be on and talking some softball. So one thing, I want to touch on this really quick for those people that don't know, the top 30 senior class award candidates um, were released. Uh, Lacey Waldrop on there. And, you know, coach community competition, both part of the five C's that go into that on the field this past weekend. Walter pitching uh, five innings, striking at four against Coastal Carolina to pick up the no-hitter there. Um, You know, let's start with that one. Talk about just her performance uh, in that game. Yeah, I think Lacey's really coming into her own right now. Um, She's mixing speeds really well. Uh, She's attacking the zone early, which makes her – uh, really tough to hit when she's getting ahead in the count. And then her ability to make speeds and kind of change up the game plan as she goes through the game makes her really tough to to scout and, and stay on top of. So she's really – she's enjoying it. Uh, you know, it's a long season, and you got to manage your pitching time, and she's really getting a good understanding of where she needs to be by the end of the season. And right now I want to quickly go through the results from this past weekend. Uh, 9-0 win and 5 against Coastal Carolina, the one we just talked about. Boone Cookman, uh, 12-0 win and 5. Hofstra, two, uh, 2-1 win. Uh, FAU, 1-0 win. And Coastal Carolina, another 8-0 win and 5 there. Jessica Burroughs, uh going five innings, seven strikeouts in that game against Coastal Carolina for the no-hitter. Uh, she's really coming into her own as well this year right now. Yeah, uh, Jessica Burroughs is someone we redshirted with the mindset that, you know, she would be under Lacey's tutelage. You know, she goes on and, and kind of goes back to her. And we're also redshirt, redshirting another one, Megan King, who JB will eventually give information to. So I think that's very important when you have people in the circle working together and Lacey's been a big part of Jessica's success, and she is. She's working from week to week to get better. She, again, is attacking the zone. Um, she throws a heavier ball than Lacey does. Uh, she's, you know, in the, the mid-60s range. So that really helped her uh, get a lot of ground ball outs and, and swing and misses. And so um, the defense plays outstanding behind her and, and definitely plays her best pitch. So really excited about Jessica's future and how hard she's working. Of course, last week we talked about um, the Hofstra game, knowing that, you know, they were going to come out really scrappy in that game, that they're always a team that fights. That one was a very close one, the 2-1 win there. Um, you know, you guys needed a late rally to come back and take that one from them. You know, talk about what you guys saw in that game and, and what really stood out to you as far as your team goes. 
Yeah, well, Jared, I think that, you know, before the radio show started, uh, we kind of talked about the inconsistency of teams right now. And, you know, everyone's figuring themselves a little bit. So we've left a lot of runners on base. Um, you know, we obviously capitalized on some runs this weekend. But, you know, we're still getting the offense working together. And uh, Hofstra, outstanding program, a postseason program. They always start off slow just for the fact that they don't play the first weekend. And, you know, they have eight feet of snow on their field right now. So, I mean, hats off to the way they play from just practicing in gymnasiums, you know, until they get here. So, but we did offer opportunities. And, you know, of course, you know, Matty O'Brien is some of our upperclassmen come through for us and, and get us the win there. But we're just learning as we go along and really excited about the, the freshmen and the sophomores in this program because they're just taking it all in from the upperclassmen and the experiences that we're getting. How, when you when you look at, you know, really close, I guess we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some, uh, tomorrow night's game, another game, uh, FAU. Kind of talk about being able to come back and, you know, have another one against them down there in Boca. Yeah, uh, FAU's got an outstanding program this year. They're very speedy and very athletic. Uh, they run the bases aggressively, and you can see that, you know, they've sold close to almost 50 bags around the 43 mark, and they just they run a ton. So they put a lot of pressure on that, and uh, they got great pitching in the circle, a very poised program right now. Uh, I think yeah, they got some kids that are really driven, and it was a, a heartbreaker for them the other night. They had awesome support, I mean, from the stands all the way down the south side uh, lines, you know, it was just people yelling and screaming. It was a great atmosphere. So really excited for Tuesday night. You know, want even a bigger atmosphere. Uh, just great for the game of softball in the South Florida area. But uh, it's going to be a good challenge for us to, to play good defense and get after a, a kid that spun a rise ball and, and a little change up. And, you know, we, we got to make a, a little better adjustments when we get to Tuesday. Now, Coach, after this, You'll head back to Tallahassee to begin a very big homestand. Um, upstate, Notre Dame, Colgate, and Troy all coming up in those. We'll talk about the two games or the games against Colgate and Troy, of course, uh, next week. But a series that you know we have to talk about this week, though Notre Dame coming in. Notre Dame is struggling right now. Emily Kerner, who the last two years has really stepped up her game is having a very hard season. Preview this Notre Dame series for us. Yeah, I think Notre Dame's a lot like us. You know, they, they stepped out and played a really tough schedule in the beginning. And uh, I think they probably had some struggles with, you know, being outdoors. So you, you get a chance to go play some really good competition. And then you go home for two or three days and try to work on things. And they've probably been confined to, you know, their, their football indoor or wherever they can go inside and then go back out and play some competition and try to get just as much better. And so uh, hats off to NC State. It sounds like they were swinging the bats and, you know, they took a loss to Elon early that probably turned them around um, and really got them to ground thinking like, okay, we need to get back to our fundamentals. And sometimes it takes losses like that to turn you around. So NC State's a great program. And so I don't think that they're and Notre Dame is really struggling. It's more that NC State kind of woke up, and, and now they're getting after it. They have a great pitcher in Emily Wyman, and, you know, they're just they're a team that I think at the end of the season people may overlook, and, and they're going to get the train rolling. So, uh, again, go back to I think Notre Dame's a great program. I think they're going to be the, and I'm just excited to see NC State, you know, getting back on board because they got tremendous athletes and, and great pitching in the circle. Now, we want to let everybody know a couple of uh, promotions that will be going on for the Notre Dame series, uh, Saturday, March 14th, will be Youth Day. Um, and then, of course, Sunday, March 15th, will be uh, Salute Sunday as well. Now, of course, before those games, though, 
uh, USC Upstate. Both of those games will be uh, the games on Thursday, March 12th. Both of those will be on ESPN3. Uh, will also be Girl Scout Day as well. Talk a little bit about USC Upstate. Yeah, scrappy program. Went postseason last year. Um, did a great job with kids in the circle. I think they're rebuilding a little bit uh, from some of the kids that they lost, but they got a taste of it and, and uh, you know, always, I think, play a pretty darn competitive schedule. So can't take them lightly. We're on spring break right now. Uh, as we're talking, we're heading to the beach. So, you know, want to enjoy a little bit of your spring break and get some off time, but can't take your, your midweek teams lightly. And I've got to really get in a good mindset of getting after getting better uh, and then getting into that Notre Dame weekend. Well, Coach, really quick, also want to let everybody know um, really quick before we uh, end the show today, the shows that are coming up this week, tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern time, Joey Wright, the head coach, Idaho State, will be here. Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, Megan Smith will be here. Both Coach Wright and Coach Smith will preview the upcoming Jayhawk Invitational. I'll be out there covering that in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, unfortunately going from uh, – Fullerton, California to Lawrence, Kansas is, is not a very good situation <laughs> weather-wise. But <laughs> yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit more. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, somebody that may be coming up on the show that I had a chance to talk to, and whenever we get this interview lined up, we'll let all everybody listening right now, we'll let you guys know when she's going to come on. I had a chance to actually sit down and talk with Judy Garman out here. And one of the things that we talked about was the the lack of women as both ADs and the lack of women as quality head coaches at the D1 level. Kind of talk briefly about those two before we end the show today. Yeah, well, I I think all along, you know, we've really been – fortunate to have people like Judy and Coach Graf and, you know, people that have been kind of forging the way for us younger coaches and just like it's my job to forge a way for younger coaches below us. And so I know for a long time, you know, it's been really pushing to, to get women into these positions. But I also think oh, there's both sides to it. I think it's very important that we learn to grow the game and there's other areas we can learn to grow the game from, and that is baseball and men's fast pitch. So you see a lot of more men in our game because it is growing the game to some knowledge that, you know, we need to get to get this program better. And the more we grow the game with that knowledge of kids that are playing it now, they're going to be even better than what we're giving to the game right now and make this an outstanding softball game. So, you know, as for administrators, I'm fortunate. I've been around so many great female administration um, programs and, and administrators in general. And, you know, it, it's something that, you know, I know it's kind of a tough world sometimes, but, Oh my gosh, some of the, the female influences I've had in, in senior women's administrators and, and deputy director of athletics and um, just been so fortunate at Florida State and UNLV and even Stanford to be around some, some great ones. So I think we all got to go out and, and learn to be the best possible person for the student athletes because uh, it is all about the student athletes and giving them every ounce that we have to make them better people to go into the world. So. Um, Judy has been one of them. She's been amazing for the Fullerton program in the Southern California area. And just like me, Joanne Graff has been amazing and what we do in the Southeast and for softball down here. So we just all got to keep working and, and keep pushing and making this game better and, and making our student athletes the best to jump into the world and take it on. Again, congratulations on the good weekend at uh, 5-0 and all the best in the upcoming games. 
and we'll look forward to recapping the uh, Upstate as well as the Notre Dame next Monday right here on Seminole Softball Monday. Thanks, Jared, and thanks again for all you do in supporting of this game. You know, I, I think uh, there's so many amazing people like you out there just helping grow this, so really appreciate it, and yes, excited. We're hitting the mid-season mark, which is so, so cool. I appreciate that. Appreciate that very much, Coach. Enjoy the beach. For Coach Alameda, this has been Jared Rogel here on TCRS, the Coach Road Show, brought to you by Swivel Vision Training Goggles. Again, check them out, swivelvision.com and and uh, Softball Spirit Magazine, softballspirit.us. Make sure you follow Coach Alameda on Twitter at Coach underscore Alameda. Make sure you follow Blake Nabby on Twitter at Coach Roach on that Coach R-O-G-E-S show and follow me at Coach Rogel and that's Coach R-O-G-O-L. Until next time, later times, everybody.